Hello there, good morning, or good afternoon, or good evening, whenever you're listening to this. It's Two Clubs, One Love, episode 24, part two, as we now discuss Kilmarnock's win on Boxing Day away at Hamilton. Um, Kilmarnock still in search of a new manager. In the meantime, Lee Fowler, director of uh, Kilmarnock there, taking over the reins and seeing his uh, win. Um was a difficult afternoon, um, but before we go into that and discuss the um, good and the bad of Boxing Day special at Hamilton, um, yeah, let's let's um, discuss about how Christmas has been. Um, hopefully, it's been all right for you guys and girls. Hopefully, uh, everything has been good. Uh, Santa's been good to you, um, and fingers crossed. Nicola gets these bloody restrictions removed as quickly as possible because mentally it is draining having to go through this once again. Yes, we all understand public health uh, and, and that there's a responsibility. We need to make sure that health-wise it's, you know, everyone is well. But let's face it, it's a mild condition, this variant. You know, a lot of people are boosted. People like me, a lot of people out there as well, like myself, a triple vaccine, you know, the vaccine passport is absolutely buggery useless um, if if we kind of go and watch football. So, you know, my thoughts on that and my thoughts on Nicola, um, I've said my piece. A lot of people may disagree. A lot of people will probably degree, uh, agree as well. But, you know, let's not fall out about that. We're all Killy fans here. Hopefully you can enjoy... Um, the next 20 minutes or so, as I discuss uh, going forward, you know, Kilmarnock's look and search for a new manager. Also, the discussion on the Hamilton game uh, and also where we stand going forward with the January transfer window as well. Any of you listening to this, please uh, give some feedback. Also, um, you know, if there's any thoughts, comments you want to uh, discuss on, on the game, um, on the transfer window, um, even on COVID, you know, um, you know, is is it the right thing to do? Is it the wrong thing to do? You know, also, you know, great news as well um, about the Ayrshire Derby being cancelled. Uh, hopefully, you know, it won't um, it won't get cancelled again, and we can have a ten thousand plus uh, capacity, you know, a ten thousand uh, plus crowd. Sorry, should I say in there? Maybe even more um, to generate a, such a great atmosphere. Um, so we'll, we'll discuss about that in a minute. Um, but like I say, for the next sort of 20 minutes or so, um, we'll be discussing um, various bits and bobs. So enjoy, take care, and love to you all. Well, 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 what a Boxing Day game that was. Full of incidents, full of goals, uh, penalties galore, a red card, you name it. Um, but a lot of that was uh, down to beaten, an absolute disgrace of a ref, very poor officiating. Um, but we weren't to be beaten and we were to continue our fantastic record against Hamilton, which now extends to now six wins and six in all competitions, seven and eight, so seven wins and one defeat. Uh, out of the eight, um, stemming back to 2019. Fantastic record, uh, better than anyone else against Hamilton as well. Um, 
and hopefully that sets us back on course for uh, a run in you know, games where we need to really take advantage now um, and really get on a good run again. We've got Morton at home next, uh, followed by, um, I think it's now Queen of the South away um, due to the postponement of the air game, which we'll uh, talk about in a moment, thanks to air. So for agreeing to that, uh, to be fair to them, the rivals, um, you know, we are still Ayrshire's finest, but they have certainly done us a favour, um, probably for themselves as well, because that means there's going to be a great attendance, hopefully, if Nicola, um, you know, doesn't stop us preventing from that in February. But uh, we'll see about that in a moment when we talk about that. But... What a resilient performance there. It's right to the end, you know, after um, not giving one but two penalties away. Very dubious decisions. Um, we were fortunate about the first one, but we then had a clear one um, taken away later on. So, you know, one or two of the decisions evened out, but, I mean, two penalties, come on. They weren't they were penalties. And the sending off was ridiculous in itself, you know, going for the ball like in... Just uh, beaten. Don't know uh, who he got, who he was paid by, but I think Taylor, the the manager Hamilton as well, saying that um, we were gifted a Christmas gift. Um, okay, um, yeah, maybe you want to watch the rest of the match, Taylor, um, and and rewatch that because you did get two penalties, you did miss two penalties, and you were also um, given an extra man advantage. Um, you know, to go ahead with beaten as well. So two-man advantage. So maybe Taylor should um, keep quiet in future because, uh, you know, yeah, maybe the first penalty was due, it was a dubious one, but then you got away with one after that. So um, keep quiet there, yeah. So, yeah, pretty pretty tough, uh, really. Um, you know, when, you, when you're up against a referee like that, um, it, it's a hard task, you know. Um, you know, Rangers fans always moan about how they're hard done by this, that and the other. In Celtic, and we always moan and that, but you know they're, they're, that's like every week. But you know, to be fair, we have been given rotten luck by refs in the past as well. You know, but um, if you're outside the top two, it doesn't really matter, does it? Um, so yeah, we'll we we we'll probably um, you know we have we have appealed the Hemming decision. Will we get it given to us by them? Probably not. He'll probably get a suspension. Um, but you know, luckily we have got a great keeper in Walker as backup so um as much as if Hemmings is overturned then great if not disappointing it will be but it's not a surprise if it isn't um but at least we have got the backup keeper there um who's more than reliable to um you know, step in the shoes of Hemming and certainly uh, do a good job but I mean let's talk about Zach Hemming first but you know Kilmarnock have always had good keepers very good keepers um, on loan. You know, Freddie Woodman from Newcastle, who's then gone on to have a decent career playing the Premier League for Newcastle. Had a great season on loan at Swansea. You know, he's featured in the under-21s for England. Then you look at Daniel Backman. You know, Killy fans loved him in the Batman. Um, again, you know, you know, he's gone on to do great things, playing the Premier League for Watford, established himself in that team you know, in the Championship before getting promotion. Um, his recognition was 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 um, you know recognised by the national team. Got a call up uh, to the Austria squad and has cemented his place as the number one there. Played in the um, Euros as well, and played in all their games. So you know, 
we've had some really good keepers and have gone on to do really good things after that. Um, and that's just in recent times, you know, we've also had keepers in the past who have, have done good things for us as well. Um, and now Zach Hemen seems to be the latest one in, in, the, in the chain of great goalkeepers. I don't think he's going to sign for us full time because I think he'll go on and do better things. But if he was, then that would be a great signing if we were to get promoted. He would be a very good keeper in the Premier League, certainly. Um, he's kept us in games. He's, you know, he's, 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 I mean, the two penalty saves there, that's before he got sent off harshly. Um, just epitomised how important he is for us. Um, and an absolutely fantastic goalkeeper to have. You know, if you're a defender um, and you've got a goalkeeper like him at the back who's confident of coming up, claiming the ball, um, you, you know, it makes you, it makes you feel so much more confident as well, knowing that you've got that back up behind you. Something that Kilmarnock lacked last season, um, it, you know, and no disrespect to the players that performed for us last season, but he just didn't cut the mustard. And, uh, you know, and it's a shame because if, if we had the likes of Hemming or even Walker last season, um, there would have been certainly points we would have, um, which we dropped last season, which we wouldn't have dropped this season. So, you know, it's, it's, it's in hindsight, hindsight's a great thing, but it is what it is and we, and we move on. But, you know, going forward, yeah, two great goalkeepers, but Herming especially, um, and he gets extra bonus points for uh, the Asher Derby um, <laughs> result and and the aftermath of his um, his uh, post on social media. So he goes down well in in Killy Focal already uh, with a, with a lot of fans. Um, so yeah, Zach Herming, you know, he's he's doing the right things at Killy at the minute. Um, but like I say, Kilmarnock has certainly got an eye for a goalkeeper. Um, so, so great to see that, you know, he, he, you know, he's come in and, and just done the great job that you know, we wanted from our goalkeeper really, which is just to, um, be confident, give the defense, um, that platform as well. And yeah, I mean, enough said about him really. Now the lineup was an interesting one really to see how it's going to be because obviously we had Lee Fowler coming in we're still searching for a new manager um, for me I, I looked at the lineup um, was it on BBC and I was absolutely shocked to see that uh, Colin Doyle was up front with Scott Robinson I was like wow um, that must be a mistake looked on Sky Sports yep Colin Doyle was playing up front as well I was like nah surely this is not right so I looked on the Twitter feed and Thankfully, it was Callum Hendry up front. Um, but it just goes to show that the, you know, the, the lack of knowledge BBC and Sky have, they don't care unless it's Rangers or Celtic. Um, they, they couldn't really care less. I mean, they had Rory, Rory McKenzie at centre-back and, and McGowan on left wing. So, yeah, I mean, <laughs> um, if you if you want to see the Kelly line-up in future, just just look at the official um, the page on the Twitter account. Um, or Facebook, uh, don't go off BBC or Sky like I did, um, which I don't usually do, to be fair, um, but it popped up, so it was the first thing I looked at. Anyway, the team did line up, and unfortunately we had Ewan Murray missing, um, you know, our best defender this season. Uh, Ollie Shaw up front as well, he was missing, our top goal scorer, so, you know, you're thinking, great. And then after three minutes, we're 1-0 down as well, so you're like, um, this is not a great start. But no, we, we did well come back in the game, got a penalty, which was not the uh, 
yeah, it could have gone either way. Uh, luckily, it went our way. We got the gift that uh, Taylor was moaning about, and Callum Hendry back in the lineup, uh, comfortably dispatched the penalty with ease to get his fourth league goal of the season. Um, hopefully, we can keep hold of him because St Johnston are bottom of the table, struggling, and they may want to call him back. So we'll have to, uh, you know, keep our tabs on that one. But for now, he's playing for us, and um, you know he's smashed in a, a penalty there to to get the game level uh, with eight minutes played. Obviously, Chris Stokes back in the side was great to see. Obviously, with Murray missing, at least we had Stokes back. Um, it'd be great to see Stokes and Murray uh, back as a partnership. Mavie McGowan just doesn't do it. A lot of Killy fans are the same with him. Come across with a good reputation, uh, reputation, sorry, but just doesn't cut the mustard in the championship so far. Looks a bit too slow at times. Um, yeah, he doesn't doesn't quite look um, look like the sort of uh, player we expected. Um, but there's still time to change. He may, you know, he may play better under a new manager. I don't know yet. We'll, we'll wait and see on that one. But he was playing um, alongside and looked like a back three with Sanders also um, coming into play. Good to see Sanders playing. Now for me, I'd like to see MacArthur maybe given a game. It'd be interesting to see how MacArthur would have done with Stokes and Sanders in that team. But um, it, it was them three at the back. And then you had Hunstrup, um, you know, playing on the left wing back with Hodgson on the right. And then McGinn come back into the middle alongside uh, McKenzie and then Fraser Murray playing further advanced um, role. And then Robinson up front with Hendry. So a very good lineup um, considering the players that were out. Um, you know, no Shaw or Murray, as mentioned there, two of our key players this season. So it was interesting to see how that one planned out. But fair play, it was a good good battle. Uh, battle back into it really well and pretty much dominated the first half. Chris Stokes, a fantastic goal. Now, for me, Chris Stokes was coming back in the lineup to um, shore that defence up and just, you know, keep it tight. But no, no, he popped up and showed the strikers how it's done with an absolute bomb of a finish. Rolling back the ears, on the edge of the box, cut past the defender and just absolutely bent it round, curled it in like a, like a you know, like a, a striker or a midfielder would, you know. Um, and yeah, the centre-back, you know, basically showed how it was done and what a finish it was uh, to put us 2-1 up. Um, yeah, the captain is back, um, which is great news for Kelly fans. Um, hopefully um, he can shore up that defence as well and get it more solid and back to where it needs to be and yeah we could be you know, we could be basically um, looking at a better better 2022 um, depending on who comes in but yeah good stuff from Stokes there coming in for his defensive duties but showing the attack how it was done and then Fraser Murray finished off a, a great uh, move well it was a, it was more of a it was more to do with uh, how well Robinson did. I mean, you know, Robinson just doesn't give the defenders any um, any chance, really. You know, to have time on the ball. You know, the the ball was going out for a goal kick, and no, no, Robinson was there. You know, he won the ball back. His determination. He made that goal, even though Hunstrup put the the ball in. Um, for Fraser Murray to finish, it was all about Robinson's uh, persistence, the the drive, determination to keep that ball in play, uh, and the just rewards were 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 delivered by Hunstrup delivering 
uh, a pass into Fraser Murray's path and he finished well um, and that will do him in the good of confidence there Fraser Murray because he's got the potential to be a very good player um, just hasn't really hit it off this season but you never know a new manager coming in as well fresh ideas you may see players you know delivering um, better performances going into the new year um, so at the end of the day you know, three one up we're looking great could have had a couple more but they came back into it, some dubious penalty decisions, but Zach Emin, the hero there, with two penalty saves in the space, so I think it was like five minutes, was it, ten minutes? So, yeah, it was great. And then and then we had the incident with the red card. Um, we've talked about the red card already. It was ridiculous. We, we've appealed for it. Uh, and then Josh Mullen with a fantastic finish there uh, to you know, half the deficit to 3-2. Uh, and then we're hanging on at the end. Um, thanks to the dubious decisions, but you know, for all the critics of of uh, of previous games and under the Tommy Wright era, you know, it was great to see Kilmarnock go behind in a game, come back, and then hang on. You know, when up against it with the decision, so you know the battling qualities we showed in that game shows that they're all playing for the shirt, and yeah, they obviously knew the fans. They'd be watching at home as well so extra special nice present on you know on boxing day there for the killy fans um and frustrating as it is that we can't be there because we would have took a good strong 2000 uh um you know it is what it is um we have to live with the restrictions whether we like it or not um but we don't want it to last forever because you know fans are everything to football you know football players mentally it's draining for them it's draining for the fans um it's horrible for everyone the clubs you know they're losing the money um it's just not great you know we need to make sure that uh, football is there i mean i don't see why not um you know i don't i just don't understand the logic in it but you know i'm not a scientist i'm not the i don't work for the government um, we we you know we don't <laughs> we don't have a choice in the matter as as much as we hate it. So we we you know we just have to hope that th- this is a short thing. It's it's not going to last any longer than you know the two or three weeks that it's been put up for, and hopefully we'll be allowed back in. Um, you know from the sixteenth onwards, we've got a cup game against Dundee United coming up. We've got the Ayrshire Derby in February now, which has been cancelled. Um, so let's hope. Let's hope that this is a short-term fix. But you know, going back to the game, fantastic stuff. Um, so proud of the boys, um, and you know, it's um, and, and credit to the board as well. They've made the big decision about Tommy Wright. You know, they could have easily let it drag on like they have done previously. But uh, for all their faults of um, not getting things right, they've backed they've backed Tommy like they said they would. He's not he's not delivered the goods. Um, you know. I wasn't fussed about him going. Or I was. I wasn't fussed either way, um, but now he's gone. Um, you know, I'm fully beyond the board to get the the the, the right man in, uh, the right gaffer to you know, to to carry us forward because we need to go up. You know, with that budget, we've we've you know we need to make sure that we we uh, we go up, and I, I do believe we will. Our bro for part time, they're, they're flying, but for me, I just think they'll falter. You know, coming in coming the end of the season. Um, I think they'll finish in the playoffs. Um, I think they'll, you know, they'll, they'll finish in the playoffs, and they they deservedly do need uh, do finish in the playoffs. 
Um, but I just think the likes of us, you know, we're, we're going to have that extra spending power next month. Um, you know, Rafe as well, they play great football and, you know, they, they'll they'll be up there. Partick Thistle as well, you know, they, they, they'll be up there. Um, I predicted them to finish third this season. I think they'll be in the playoffs. Um, whether we'll win it or not, I don't know. Um, but I think we'll be in the top two. So, you know, it just all depends on... Um, what happens with a new manager coming in and, and what players we bring in and what players go. For me, it's hard to say where we need a position for because I feel we've got players in the right positions. It's a, um, possibly a centre-back maybe um, and possibly someone in the middle that's different to the rest and like some again, maybe someone that's like a number 10 Um don't think we need a striker unless Hendry goes. Um, if Hendry does go, then yeah, we'd need a striker and um, possibly a winger because we can't rely on Burke. He's, you know, he's for me, Burke's really a bit part player now. We've got Armstrong, uh, Mackenzie can play out wide, but we really do need an, a, a probably a wide player um, to replace Burke. So a few people, a few sort of positions there depending on people going and, and whatnot. But let us know who you think should come in. Um, let us know what positions you think. Any players out there that you fancy. I fancy Harry Chapman to come to Shrewsbury because his loan finishes. But I did mention Callum McGee put up um, about who, what players want to come in. I said I would like Harry Chapman to come in um, if he doesn't go to Shrewsbury. Great player. Number 10 position. Scores goals. Creates chances. Perfect fit for for Kelly, um, you know, to boosters up that table. Um, I mean, now looking at the games, it's looking good. Next two games we've got should really be looking at six points. I, I wouldn't expect anything less. And Inverness's next two games after Dunfermline is Rafe and Arbroath. So doesn't matter how those games go teams are going to drop points. So Kelly needs to take advantage and win their next two games. Now, Morton, bottom of the table, but they've had a new manager coming in. So it could go either way, that one, really. Um, but we're at home. Um, again, our home form's not great, but the crowd's of 500 there. So it may play our advantage. Maybe the pressure is going to be off a bit. No manager as well. Um, you know, no, no new manager. So, yeah, the, the, basically the players are, are playing for their for their for their careers at the minute because I'm sure that Kilmarnock have got names um, gathered up and they're probably looking at interviews now. Uh, potential managers out there will be watching the team, seeing who's performing. So you know the players will be aware of that and will be wanting to play for their shirts now um, because you know it's not a case of. You're keeping your, your, your shirt because you don't know who's coming in. So it's an interesting one. Um, but let us know as well who you, who you want to come in as manager. I said Alex Alex Neil. There's loads of names floating about. Um, don't know if Alex Neil would be affordable or whether it's the right time. But you know that that would be my choice. Um, you know going forward anyway. Um, but for now, uh, you know. Happy New Year to all of you. I hope you, um, you know, to whoever is going to the, the Morton game, the Lucky 500, you uh, 
you know, enjoy the game. It won't be the same, but at least you're able to see some live action. Um, for the rest of you, probably watching it on Kelly TV, let us know your thoughts after the game. Um, you know, if you went to the game, let us know your thoughts as well. Um, anything else you want to talk about, whether it's Kelly, whether it's about, you know, mental health and that, you know, because mental health hard this time of the year, it's harder than normal. Um, you know, it's tough challenges this time of year as well. So, you know, if you want to have a chat just about anything, you know, just let us know, give us a message. Um, you know, I'm here to chat. I'm here to speak about anything, here to support you as well, but also here to have a laugh and talk about football, Kilmarnock. Obviously, if you're Shrewsbury fans listening to this as well, you know, Shrewsbury fans pop on. Any Anything you want to chat about. It's two clubs, one love, remember? So if you want to chat about your other team, chat about your other team. And also, remember, in the new year, hopefully, um, if restrictions are still in place, just remember the Kelly ladies are playing as well. Um, I don't think there's any restrictions around that, I believe. So get yourself to a game. Get yourself and see the Kelly ladies. But for now... Take care and look after yourself. Keep safe and have a good new year and see you in 2022.